This is Evangelist Mary L. McCracken, and you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Broadcast. You're, 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 you're listening to me. Listen, 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 listen. I wrap up and tangle up with the Lord. I am fat up because I'm on my way to heaven and I'm certainly enjoying the trip. Nigga, 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 shit. Um, yeah. I just had to say that because I just saw. Um, sorry to bother you, and uh, there's this amazing scene where that comes up, and uh, you niggas just need to go see it because it's hilarious. But anyway. Oh, oh, oh! It. Um, sorry for asking. Sorry, sorry to bother you. Sorry, sorry, sorry to bother you. Sorry to wow. fucking bother you. I don't know. Sorry for asking. I don't know what that is. But anyway. Okay. Huh? <laughs> Welcome to the Worship Podcast. Um, the Worship Podcast is a podcast of two fat black queer churchy niggas discuss their healing and what the fuck they're trying to do about it, how the fuck they're trying to get around it. Um, this week, uh, my nigga Janae is not here. She uh, mm. has some nigga shit to attend to. Arresting so I have, <laughs> so I have my other nigga Darren here. Yeah. Darren. Hello. Yes. Darren Hello. is not quite a fat black churchy queer nigga, but I'm just a skinny hetero toxically masculine. That's nigga. it. That's it. You can just smell it through the. Yeah. Through the you can just smell. It. <laughs> uh, it smells so good. Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> the smell of toxic masculinity in the morning, especially in the hetero variety. Um, yes, right, right with my uh, oatmeal. I just put it. Mm. And, and like, some tea. It's like maple syrup or agave. Just amen. Yes. Anyway, so he he's here to uh, provide the the trash um, perspective. Yes. Um, because you know we need that sometimes. We do. Um, so this week is wow. gonna be. <laughs> wow. Hold on. No. 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 Let me just talk. Let's talk about this because this, I I, I really no. You know what? It's fine. Like, I'm gonna let you, I go no, no, you. go ahead, go ahead. I, just, I, go see ahead. What type of, I see what type of time you're on this morning. Get off your chest, sir. Get off. Yeah, besides I came, you know, you do the no. podcast, and you, you try to you do roast the man, and I'm like, ah, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. You, you I sure? Sure? No, no, no. Give me a moment, because guess what? No, 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 I can, and I'm realizing that uh, his vocal. Anyway, so yeah. Did y'all, did so, you, oh, you didn't watch the World Cup, did you? Uh, no. Oh my no. goodness, you're missing a part of your life. You've been you've been depriving yourself. Okay. I have never watched soccer in my life. I used to be working for the man. That's what happened. <laughs> you know, Loki. I've wanted to watch soccer, but um, it's such a great sport. It's such a great sport. Honestly, yeah, I just feel like God. I'm, I'm 28 at this point. I'm like, yo, it's too late. It's just too late to get into what it. What? You're too old to watch soccer? Is that I feel like is? I'm too 
to do everything, you know. I just feel like I've gotten too old to do any and every fucking thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, like name some things that you're too old to do. Um, here. Since we're here. To walk. Okay, well. Um, to, uh, to uh, eat breakfast. Okay, so we're telling jokes now. Okay. I'm no, I, I, no, these are serious things. I, I, You're too old to walk. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a limit. There's a limit, yo. You just got to give up certain things and you get to a certain age. Okay, I feel like I'm too walking. old All right, got it. to... Um, I feel like I should be retired. I feel like I'm too old to work. Um, but, you know... All right, this is going to be good. Niggas got to make okay. money or whatever. Hey, man, I, I love the smell of capitalism in the morning. And this is... <laughs> it is the, the essence of our being... It is what makes the world go round. We thank, um, yes, we thank our forefathers for capitalism. So I, I have one father. I don't know. I don't know about you. Well, how many? How many? But none of my fathers have? wore a a white a white powdery wig and old slave. I don't. I don't like me personally. Oh my goodness! Know, but, you know, white wigs, slaves. Oh, yeah. That's possibility. Yeah. I really. Oh my god! It'll be a bitch. If I find out one of my ancestors owns slaves. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> All I know is that what do you think about finding out about your showing up. <laughs> we have technology now, so uh, I'm just gonna act like it doesn't exist. So anyway, yeah, okay, yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Hey, yeah, so, um, it's a great song. Wow, he doesn't even know the words. It's okay. It is all right. Let's move on. A melody got well, um, for, no, no, it's okay. It's it's all right. It's all right. It's a late um, night. It's early but, morning. <laughs> but yeah, so let's start off um, with just uh, talking about what's been going on in our, in our lives for like I don't know the past okay month. What's okay. been going on with your life, my nigga? What's in happening? the past month? In the past month, uh, I want to say some good things are happening. You know, I'm a positive mm-hmm. guy, but not mm-hmm. there. I think some great things are happening. Um, I I I've been working a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, uh, I recently acquired um, a new uh, a new marketing position, a new marketing job. I'm working with uh, um, a licensing company. Um, they Amen. work in yes, they work in liquor licensing, and I basically even given the opportunity to kind of rehaul the the digital marketing situation and structure. So um, I'm hoping and praying, you know, that I you know I execute. Yes, millennial. Come on. I want to X in a very cute way and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, just do my thing there and just go up, 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 and just let that snowball into bigger and better things. So, that, that mm-hmm. honestly, God, that's one big thing that's really going on with me right now. Yeah. Um, let me see what else is going on. Um, I've been deep, diving deeper into the music game a little bit, so that's cool. Yes, too. God. Yes, God. Yeah, mm-hmm. God is God is yesing right now, and I'm thankful <laughs> for it. Um, God is telling Darren, yes, bitch, yes. Yes, when, <laughs> <laughs> yes, like every time I wake up in the morning, he's just, you know, you know, just there supporting me and just yasing oh, glory. the hell out Hallelujah. of me. And I appreciate it. I wish I wish my friends would ask me a little bit more, but, you know, <laughs> they're low-key trash. Like, they don't take you back. Uh, who are these friends? I don't know. You are one of them. Um, <clears throat> I got a group chat full of un what's the word I'm looking for? Um You better you better walk lightly, tread lightly. Unreliable what you're about to say. Okay. Yeah. Wow, wow. I think it's because of their zodiac signs that's something about <laughs> some moon being in Gatorade or something. Look, I just not. want you guys to guess 
what Darren's um, zodiac sign is by the way he talks. Just guess. What? Come we won't. On, we man. won't say it. We won't say it. It's whatever the good ones are. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Just listen to him during this podcast and just man, guess what his zodiac is. Y'all just really be. Y'all be. Mm. Mm. Y'all, you, mm. your your zodiac sign and type. Y'all are just mean. So mean, mean, mean. <laughs> I need to look up your stuff and see what your thing says today. Andre is going to be mean to you today when you do him. Do nice things nah, there. chill out. He's I'm a high Taurus. Well, yeah. you're a you're a Capricorn, as yeah. your uh, loving audience is surely aware of by now. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, and I don't know how they suffer through these podcasts of wow. yours. Anyway, every, so, every other so month on you decide to, to make one. On to me. Yeah. On to me, and my. My time over the past month. Yes, your past month, sir. Please. Um, my nigga, I've been scratching and surviving, making a way when I can. Um, okay. The biggest highlight of my month, I guess. Uh, well, first of all, we go back. So I was okay, taking okay. boxing classes. Ooh, you were boxing? Um, yeah, like for a while I was taking boxing classes, like uh, for like the month of June. Okay. And um, it was, like, free classes. I didn't have to pay for it until, like, July. But so when it got time to pay for the classes, right, uh, I know the, the boxing instructor went and was, like, he, he had a family emergency. Oh, my. So he left for California, and he's been gone ever since. He's not going to be back until, like, September. Oh, I thought this was um, direction, but okay. You thought it was going to be what? <laughs> Nothing, something else. Uh, but please continue. I'm happy okay. for you in your box. No, no. I mean, I was, and then like you know, <laughs> the guy just left because he had a family right. emergency, and I feel bad for saying that. But I was like, nigga, like they can't do it without you. But anyway, yeah, so yeah, because I still don't know what. It has to be pretty serious because he's staying in California. For oh, he has a contact or anything. Nah, he he just told the owner he was like, look, I gotta leave for like three months, and like it's a big family emergency he was high and look i have no idea he could be on the run he could have warrants maybe that's yeah. the real reason who knows but um know how it be. <laughs> yeah so i had to stop taking boxing classes like just out of nowhere because he was the he was the best boxing instructor that i could find my goodness especially for the price and then like for this whole month i've just been like bitch i don't know what to do um uh, yeah, I'm no longer doing it, and it's really pissing me off because, like, I really loved it. So um, because I don't have boxing this month, the only thing I've been really doing is just kind of sulking. But also, I've been going to therapy religiously. And, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Because my therapist – I told my therapist, you know, what's been going on, and he told me – well, I told him that, you know, what happened with the boxing instructor. And he said, um, you know, I need to find something else to fill my – fill the void or whatever. Um, because the boxing was filling the void in the first place. It was like, you need to find something else. And um, so this week, this last week, um, we were talking, and then he gave me a challenge. He was like, yeah, you need to take, go ahead and take a yoga class. Oh, okay. And I was like, because I've taken yoga in the past, but it's been a while since I've taken it. And for him, how does that make you feel? What, that I haven't taken it in a while? Yes. Um... Honestly, it's it's. I feel off. You know, I've I've felt off since I like stopped doing it. Mm. Um, but I just never like had the. I don't know if courage is the right right word, but I just never went back to it. Is that initial? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I feel like for me, um, 
once I stop doing something, it's so difficult for me to get back into it. That's why I don't yeah. like taking, yeah, that's why I don't like taking um, long vacations from work. Because Ooh, I don't want to go true, back. I true. do not want to go back at I all. I think I've felt that many a time before, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm away for it. Because I think, like, yeah, like, the rhythm is good, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm in it, and I'm doing well at work, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I, I take, like, a, a week off. I just, like, do work. Yeah, what is I'm the like, Do I really need um, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those This thought set in, for sure. Yeah, it's like, yeah. do I need this? Do I need to come back to this? Like, yeah. <laughs> And you really start, like, justifying and thinking, like, rationalizing, like, how you can not go back. And yeah. it gets messy. But um, I've been there, yeah, so I totally understand where you are coming from. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so he told me to take a yoga class, and it's been the most difficult thing to try to get back into. But I have one scheduled for tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. You know? Okay. Well, I am praying for your success in the yoga world. Yes, sir. Thank you. And it's going to be hot yoga. So, well, yeah. Oh, the one where you guys sweat? Yeah, like where the, the room is like 100 degrees or something like that. Oh, wow. So it's like a sauna and yoga. Yeah. Yeah. So Do they have um, the goats or no? Which means not, not goat yoga. Yeah, that would probably be like... What the hell is that? You've never seen that? Oh. No. <laughs> you ever seen that video of like the goats? They're like in a barn or something. Are goats, you kidding me? Like little baby goats. Yeah, it's... it's uh, yeah. It's a thing. This is a thing. Yeah, so niggas are doing yoga whatever. with goats and shit. Well, I don't know if hashtag the blacks are doing it, but <laughs> um, I don't recall the, the the diversity levels of said programming, but um, <laughs> I just recall. I just know it's a thing. So you said you said it was like sweat yoga. So I was like, hmm, yeah. what might it be? Yeah. Oh, sweaty, sweaty goat yoga. Sweaty, I don't think sweaty I ever want to learn about that. Free goat yoga. <laughs> That's probably exactly what it's called for real, but they shorten it. Yeah, but um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna do tomorrow, right. and um, I'm just praying for my strength. Amen. Hey, hey, we are all praying for you. Yeah, yeah, because we know how much prayer you need. We are here. For I feel you. like that was a shot, but I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it ride. Shot. I'm gonna shot. let it shot. I'm gonna let it fucking ride. All right. Mm. Amen. All right. So. Amen. Many the right. baby. <laughs> All right, so the next, uh, well, the first segment, I'm saying next. The first segment that we have is called the Raw Niners. Uh, the Raw Niners segment is a segment where we uh, talk about something that we've realized about ourselves um, over however long we've been gone um, that basically we has read us for film. We realize that we're garbage in uh, yes. this area. Is a garbage area, and we need to fucking do something about it. So, um, yeah. So, I guess I'll start off uh, with my. <laughs> uh, so, over the past two weeks, um, with my therapy sessions, um, I realized I've been doing something, or so I've been realizing in my relationships, um, specifically. Romantic type relationships. Mm, yes, you and those. Um, my goodness, <laughs> that I have like this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't wait for this. Oh my gosh, I need more. I need more ammo too. Like you against you. So there's this thing that I've noticed that um, I tend to do when it comes to dating someone 
or getting to know someone. And I didn't really fully realize it until, like, I started thinking about um, the way I've reacted or the things I've done in past, like, romantic encounters. Um, so I'll, like, try to get to know someone, and I'll like them, and I'll be like, okay, yeah, you're cool, whatever, and I try to get to know them further. Um, but... <laughs> oh, 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 here we go. <laughs> this like a thing, bunch. Yeah, there's this thing that I've noticed that once someone actually starts to like me. Oh, yes, here it is. Um, I get to a place where I'm like, eh, mm, well, oh. I don't, uh, I'm not really sure if this is something that I want. Um, so you're actually kind of taking me serious. Eh, I don't. Right. It's like, no, for real. It's like this thing where I'm like, I don't, I never wanted to say like, I, I was someone who was only in it for the chase, but it kind of seems like chase is so good. It kind of seems like I am, (laughs) man. Because, like, Lord, (laughs) this just reeks of toxic masculinity. I'm sorry. It does. Oh Oh, God. God, it does. (laughs) Um, I realized that, like, I would never. If that's a lie. If oh, someone is like out here and like they are they're kind of um being elusive with me, that kinda of makes me a little bit more interested. Okay. Which is trash. Mm. But like once they're actually like trying to give me attention or whatever, that's yeah. when I'm like I know you're eh, I don't I don't mm I mean, yeah, I, I've never is, engaged in this, but I understand what you're talking about. I don't I don't believe you at all. I don't believe you okay. one bit. Um, so, yeah, I've realized that I, I don't know, like, I feel like there's a whole bunch of issues, um, that come up with this, but I feel like one of them is, like, this fear of, like, intimacy, because getting to a point where someone is, like, trying to get to know you, and it's like they actually want to know more about you, I feel like it's it's kind of exposing, you know, and, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if it just stays on the superficial level, yeah, it's I'm, cool. I, yeah, but I'm weird though because like I hate superficial shit. Like I really, really don't like that type of shit. Yeah. But when it gets to a point where it could be a little bit deeper, I'm like, eh. Yeah, I think yeah, like yeah. Levels to it, I think you know. Yeah, but it's like it's weird because like it's something I don't want superficial shit. But when it gets to be more than superficial, I, I, I'm not about it. Maybe and relationships, but I don't know. No, I think, so there's this, so one of the overarching, like, I guess, themes I wanted to get out for this episode mm-hmm. is childhood trauma because oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been talking to my therapist about different issues and things that's going on with me uh, throughout my life, and, like, one of the main things that it uh, seems to square in on is, like, different childhood mm-hmm issues um because i think a lot of the times we get to this place where we're like oh well you're an adult now so just automatically when you become an adult which by our society standards is 18 okay niggas just 
get over this shit, put it behind you, yeah, and like, you're grown. Yeah, you know? this is done. You're 18, cool. So yeah. get over all the shit that's happened to you for the all 18 years of your life, and, you and just be a new it. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I we didn't, right? So. Yeah, we didn't give you any type of emotional education or training, but you know, just oh, go ahead with oh, your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, just figure it out, nigga. Oof. And I feel like a lot of us, including me, have been through that. So right. yeah. By the way, what about you, nigga? Go ahead. Nah, yeah, that's crazy that you, like, finish like that. Cause I, I'm starting to, like, um, because at first I was like, oh, wow, this guy is just, <laughs> wow. Men are trash. Wow. <laughs> he hates people and doesn't want to commit. Read him. <laughs> but, um, but no, nah, no, nah, then you kind of, you know, went into some, like, real life stuff about, you know, emotional trauma and, and like, kind of like emotional intelligence and it's how we, like, hope and deal and live and, and, and how you, you know, how you're forced to like just magically come up emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's interesting. I, I, so I feel like I connect to that too, in a sense. Like I think we mm-hmm. all do. Um, but for me, I'm thinking that, uh, I feel like I've talked about this before with people, but my thing is like, I think my, the thing that is my quote unquote trauma is also like the thing that like spurs me on to like, be good at stuff in a way or to succeed mm-hmm. in any capacity. So like for me in childhood, like and you may or may not relate, um given your fellow Caribbean nasty, but um <laughs> I really feel yeah, like Yeah, this nigga's Jamaican though, by the way. <laughs> Jamaican. Woo yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes God. That that was a good God, yes. <laughs> Heard that. Um no but I think that growing up as a like a you know in a Caribbean household or a Jamaican household, I feel like I feel like it's just different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just is, and and one of the things that's just different is like I think there are levels of expect there are expectation levels that we have, mm-hmm. um, that are not not to say that it's just unlike any other, but I just feel like it has its own interesting, rigid. <laughs> yeah. You know, the only people I can relate or, like, kind of relate are the expectations our parents have for us is um, African, like, like Oh, yeah, okay. Kids. Okay. Yeah. That's the only people I could, like, kind of compare to. Yeah, and, and high-key, low-key, like, it's probably, it's probably a lot of different ethnic groups, to be honest, but, yeah. I mean, even I haven't, like, lived those, like, you know, or maybe seeing them like day in and day out. But I think that um, for me, like growing up, I always felt like there was a like, high expectation levels. And yeah, and it's weird to say that that might be traumatic, like because you, you you're hearing that. I'm, I'm sure people are going to hear that and think, well, that's good. You know, people should have high expectations or whatever. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Which is true. But yeah. at the same time, it was I feel like it was like really high expectation levels. And let me let me like um, couple it with the idea of potential. There was, I think there was mm-hmm. always, yeah, there's always this push and like idea of like potential. Like you're going to be so good or you're this and that or, you know what I'm saying? And, and like in your, the, a child's mind, you like keep driving that home. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's weird because like, yeah, I believe in myself and I think I'm great. But at the same time, it's like, I think the flip side about that, like if you're not hitting the mark ever in life, it like comes back like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I not? Exactly. You know, like, I was yeah. going to have tons of potential. I'm mm-hmm. going to be great. Why am I not succeeding at this thing? Blah, 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 blah. So, I think, yeah, for me, I think, I think there came, there came a slight bit of, um, 
maybe anxiety in a sense because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm always trying to level up. I'm always trying to like meet some expectation or like yeah. uh, uh, reach this potential that I, I like, magically just had and was told I had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is is in a sense traumatic. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes I'm like, yeah, but I'm thankful for it because like, I feel like it's pushing me on to do a bunch of stuff that I may not have um, even tried to do, let alone achieve. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's this weird give and take about how much to push, how much to pull, type of thing. You know, I, it's, it's, it's just really weird. And I, I'm traumatized and thankful for it all the same. Um, but no, no, I, I think that's that's real real life. I, I think that's legitimate. Um, and that's that's what it is for me. So, you know, growing up with this idea of a potential and being pushed and maybe sometimes um, – this is a child like not understanding it, um, mm-hmm. and just just you know just wanting to be a kid and wanting to be wanting to be able to just mess up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I feel like in you know the type of household it just wasn't okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, there's Absolutely. no other way to say it. There's no other way. You know, it's like it's like like if you're messing up, it's like what's wrong with you? <laughs> yes. There's no like learning curve. Like nah, get it together. Hell yeah. no. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's weird. I think, like, too, like, it's, it's, I think, like, having ethnic parents that, like, came from a whole other country and, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are, like, you know, doing their thing and successful and making, like, a life for you, it's like, yeah, what? maybe what is wrong with me? Why am I not? And when you put it in those terms, dog, it's like, they did a lot, you know, when you think about it. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, leaving the country I'm from in high school. Or where, whatever it was, to go to another country and live, you know, and just yeah. like be like how, like I feel like that's a traumatic experience in and of itself. So I hell yeah. parents went through trauma, hell yes, that they have never dealt with. So God bless them, absolutely. <laughs> I, th- that is so real. Like our yeah. parents are carrying around <laughs> trauma, <laughs> trauma, like traumatic. Oh fuck. Um, right. <laughs> like shit that's traumatic as fuck and because they don't have the language or whatever yeah. to um talk about it, oh. they can't name it. So they just do the best they and can. And if they could, like I don't think they want to either. You yeah. Know what I'm like, oh absolutely not. They come from that cloth that too. Yeah. Yeah. Confronting that shit is just not what you do. You just yeah. you just kinda of steamroll over it and you yeah, bury like it. You make yourself stronger or something. Yeah. Like, oh, but like yeah. going back to what you said, I definitely understand what you're saying, but the thing about it like, that I realized that why it's so traumatic, um, that type of, like, growing up, mm-hmm. is that when you get older and you realize that mistakes are a part of life, yes, like, it's an integral part of life, and so yeah. failure. Right. When you grow up in a household where it's like, nigga, failure is not an option if you fail, something's wrong with you. Like, no dinner. Yeah. yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> it creates this kind of, like, this this uh this narrative in your head that makes you anxiety ridden over every fucking decision that you have to make. Like every decision that you make is life and death. Like you cannot mm. make a mistake. You cannot fail over anything because mm-hmm. nigga, you like <laughs> it'll kill you basically. Like when you yeah yeah yeah. So like you like this like I don't know. It's, it, it, you like have this welling up inside of you, and you like have. The feeling of just like failure, but not even like yeah. okay, I messed up, but I can like learn from it. It's like oh, the world's coming down. Nigga, like it's done. Like oh, if I make this mistake, I am 
finished. Like, right. if I don't succeed, nigga, there's nothing I'm a else. Loser. Like, I can't do anything done. more. Yeah. And that's bad because it makes you not want to try things. Like, exactly. Like, you can, like, it'll make you freeze in place and you can, like, and it's yeah. hard to move forward. Yeah. And I think that, like, you it, know, can, it can, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you can keep going because I was just going to, I guess, keep moving with it and, like, say that I feel like, I feel that still, and I, but I also feel like the flip side of it, like, I am, you know, as I come up, become more mature, I'm learning that that's mm-hmm. not true. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm becoming more outgoing in certain ways in that regard. Like I'm okay yeah. with failure and I'm okay with trying mm-hmm. things. Like I guess I'm just coming with maturity and seeing the real world and what, and like how I need to fail sometimes to like get better. So, yeah. you know, and like how, and, and confidence is growing in different areas of life that weren't there before. And so it's this weird, beautiful growth and development in a sense. Um, Absolutely. it's something to really talk about, honestly. It's really something yeah. to write down. Um, I don't know. Uh, at the end of the day, I guess I'm just thankful because it's like, because I have that experience of like the negatives and, that, and like I think for me, it helps me to see like how I who I want to be and like I, like mm-hmm. as a leader or as a person. Like I've seen stuff, the negative parts of like how that is, mm-hmm. and I don't want to like put that on other people in life. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like low key trying to find like a silver lining of it. So like, um. And I guess it goes for like any like kind of experience that's a negative in life. It's like as you grow and you know like hey that's not good that's not okay and like you don't want to put that on other people in life. So mm-hmm. I guess it's one of those things. Um, yeah, and um, here's the unlearning bad Amen. stuff and getting better. Yeah, unlearning fuck trauma oh, into trauma. That's a process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trauma. Oh, yes, hashtag that trademark it and give me my money. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I, I hope so. Yeah, right. Shout out to Siggy. Yeah. Um, that money, Benny. <laughs> All right, nigga. So we back. Um, we back. The next segment is called uh, Church Affirmation. So the Church Affirmation is a, a segment where we um, give a uh, Bible verse from uh, – the King James Version of the Bible, the only oh, I was going to say, uh, from the Bible, hello. Uh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the King James Version specifically okay. because any other version will be blasphemy. Oh. Um, Ooh, I'm I just, I'm just, I just got to wow. speak the truth. I got to speak okay. the truth. In love, in love. Um, in love, yes, my brother. And we, <laughs> what we because do is God we, um, is love. Allegedly. Huh? Um, huh? See what I did there? <laughs> but we just uh, give the true uh, the real, the living translation. Not that shit that y'all be hearing and that y'all be, like, just giving us and telling us that's what the translation is. Nah, fuck that. This is the real, true translation of this shit, all right? AKA so, the blacks. <laughs> that's the, so, that's nigga, shut up. My God. This nigga, this nigga don't really like the blacks, you know. This nigga doesn't like. Oh. I'm not a fan. He's not a fan <laughs> of the blacks. He's not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I have you know, I have plenty of urban friends, so. <laughs> See, more and more you can tell that this nigga is a uh, tourist who plays soccer. I'm a tourist. Oh, who God. plays soccer um, in high school. Black people. Um, <laughs> he has a black friend. I, I um, know, yeah, one or two. <laughs> but, all right, so we're coming from Matthew 18, verses 1 mm-hmm. uh, through 8. Through six. Okay. Let's go through six. All right. Mm-hmm. And it reads, 
Um, at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of him and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Amen. And we thank God for the reading of the word. So um, I've, you know, meditated on that word uh, a few times uh, mm. in my church career. Okay, okay. And uh, let me stop this <laughs> shit. So... Uh, <laughs> My uh, translation of this, uh, so this overarching theme that I've been uh, kind of uh, mulling over of childhood trauma, yes, um, is one of the things that this Bible verse uh, kind of reminds me of is like the innocence of children and how um, just open and honest and just mm-hmm. loving and just accepting they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so. In the verse where God says, uh, well, Jesus says, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become little children, ye shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Um, so me growing up in the church, one thing that I was taught is that, you know, when Jesus said that, what he was saying was that, you know, children are very much receptive to shit that may seem foreign or, like, unbelievable to us because, you know, um, Life circumstances may have come and like taught us that nah, this shit is impossible. And um, me thinking about myself as a child, uh, there were so many things that I wanted to be, or that I thought I could be, or that I believed that I could be. Um, that as I got older, niggas told me, actually, no, that's not possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, that is not a thing that you should do. Or no, that is not a thing that you should be believing in. Or no, it's just a whole bunch of no's as you get older. Mm-hmm. And it's these little things where I, you know, I realized even it's these things that adults did or said that they may have not saw as a big deal at the time. Right. Um, but it affected me so deeply to the point where I gave up on something that I, I may have loved or liked at the point at that right. point in time. And uh what this verse is telling me I'm sorry, these verses, because there was like there was a few verses one through six, um, is that the only way honestly to um to get what you want out of life, like what your passion is or what, you know, your um, your goals are. Uh, a lot of times when we think about the things that we are passionate about, the things that we want to accomplish, mm-hmm. a lot of times they are things that don't seem possible for us. Right. And don't, like, they seem completely out of our reach. And um, so why out of our reach? Why is that? Because, like, because, like, experiences and yeah experiences tell us that like 
you know, oh, these things may not be possible or whatever, okay, okay, whatever the yeah. fuck. Yeah. And, you know, me reading this verse and, you know, these verses and, you know, uh, thinking about myself as a child, these verses tell me that, you know, in order to achieve the things that you want and the goals that you desire, you have to, like, be converted into, like, the mind state of a little child. Because Ooh, if you okay. ask a child, like, what they want to be, oh, like, yes, ask a really go. young child. Like, ask a really, 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 really young child what they want to be. Right. And they they may say something like, you know, a doctor or a lawyer or, like, a teacher. But, like, a lot of them will say shit or like, like I want to be a dinosaur. Yeah. And they'll say, I want to yeah. be a dinosaur or, like, I want to be Superman. And the wild life. thing about that is that they believe that shit with their whole heart. Mm-hmm. Like, they completely believe that they can be a dinosaur or that they yeah. can be Superman or that they can be, like, uh, or they can be, like, um, the Scarlet Witch. I don't know, whatever. Like, they can be someone Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. Like, and that belief, I think, is the shit that that type of belief is the it's shit that will propel it, us. Yeah, that's what you know, to like, yeah, absolutely. And the only the only reason why children stop believing they can be that shit is because adults eventually tell them, "Nah, you can't do that shit. It's not." Yeah, possible. yeah, that or like you know, the world they live in just like doesn't yeah. give them the resources to actually do stuff. Or absolutely, or people shoot them down their ideas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like when you go through that repeatedly, it's like, oh, oh yeah, maybe I can't do it, or huh, mm-hmm. I don't. And, you know, everyone's life is different, so maybe. Maybe some you know kid grows up. He just doesn't have resources. Maybe he's impoverished, yeah. or so you know what I'm saying. And, and it just really in real life looks like you just can't get anything or do anything. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Repetition yeah. is the mother of learning. So if you repeatedly get the same result, you're like, all right, well, cool. It's feel like it's reality. You know? Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. Like and um. Just <sighs> it's difficult to like revert to that same childlike mind state. Um. But if you like even think about a lot of these um, different people, I think about certain celebrities who, like, just, they went after that shit to the yeah. point where, like, they were relentless with it. It's yeah, the it same type that. of, yeah, like, like me thinking about, um, well, first of all, going back to children, like, I was reading this thing where this um, <clears throat> this lady told her daughter, because her daughter was like, oh, I want to be a doctor, and her daughter was like, and she told her daughter, oh, well, if you want to be a doctor, you have to get good grades, study hard, um, go to medical school, and one other so thing. So far, sounds good, yeah. Yeah. And the, you know what the, the little girl said? She was like, oh, that's only four things. <laughs> like, that was her, like, that was wow. her thought process. Like, it was just, oh, that's wow. only four things. So cool, I can do that. Like, she had wow. no doubt in herself that she could I fucking do that. this. I Nigga, me too. That. Oh, my God. I was like, when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God. I need this. Like, this is the you type of belief that, that I need. Yes, I need that. We all need that. We do. Wow. Like, that type of confidence in yourself. Adulthood. Nigga, adulthood is toxic as fuck. Oh, Yucky. my God. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. That's only four yeah. things. Wow, yeah. this is a mindset. Right. Like, that's, I don't know. I, I know I'm speechless. Like, that's, yeah. wow. I'm at a loss of words, low key. Yeah, of course, a little black girl. Like, my God. They, yes, your black they will lead the way. Um, but um, or even wow. like when I think about like certain celebrities and like the interviews yeah. they gave. One time I was like listening to this um interview with Key and Ivory Wayne, or yeah, I think it was him. 
and um, he was in high school, and uh, I think his counselor, someone had asked him, like, what do you want to do? He was like, oh, I want to be an actor or a producer, director, or whatever. And the um, the counselor, I may be wrong about this, but, but I know that he said something along the lines of, this is what he wanted to do. Okay. And the counselor, I believe, I believe it was the counselor, but they were like, okay, so what's your backup plan? And he was Ooh, like, yeah. I don't have a backup plan. Yeah. <laughs> and he you know, was like, well, you plan. have to have a backup plan. He was like, no, um, it's so either you I'm going to do this or I'm not. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> he was like, you, sir, will have a backup plan. Like, That's for me and my house. But, like, he was basically saying, like, he said, yo, it's either I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do anything. Right. He was like, this is the only thing I want oh, and I'm meant to like do. that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, wow. either I'm going to do this or I'm going to die. Like, there's no in-between. And purpose? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Lord. Woo. He was like, this is what I was meant to do, and if I cannot do it, then I was meant to die. Like, yeah, there's like, nothing else for me to do. Right. And he made it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he worked at it, and he had that belief in himself that, nigga, eventually I will be able to do what the fuck I sent out to do. And right. he was right. And I think when you have that belief in yourself, and also when you when – you, when you put forth uh, the action that matches it, right, so like, you're right. like, okay, you this is what I'm meant to do. Right. Yeah. You're like, this is what I'm meant to do. And, um, like, to the point where he believed it so much or he was like, there is no backup plan for me because there's nothing else for right. me to do. Right. Like, he had that childlike belief and right. drive in himself. But it was like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to focus on my it. purpose on this earth. This is yeah. it. This is literally it. Or I'm just taking and, space. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I feel like this is great because, like, I now have material to, like, throw back in your face, like, you yeah. know, a week from now. And read you, like, Andre, <laughs> your purpose. Why are you not doing all this amazing creative things you were meant to do? Oh, you Stop taking up air from God's green earth. Stop <laughs> taking up space when you should be excelling. You oh, bastard. I can't wait. But, no, like, you're. this is so right. Wow, I really like this because, like, mm-hmm. I don't need this talk. Um, and I think it's real. I think it's legitimate. I think it's like it, it's so many things. It's motivational. It's inspirational. And then it's like it's like it's real. And it, it, yeah. it, it, it it's one of those things that like makes you like re reevaluate your thinking and yeah, that kind of step outside of your body. And it's like yo, okay, what have I been doing? Have I been like really going up to my purpose? Like do, do mm-hmm. I feel like I'm convicted in? And do I believe in myself? Like and it sounds corny. Like do I believe in myself? But no, like really, like do you believe in yourself? Like is this yeah. life or death for you? And it's interesting because like. Speaking of, like, just a conviction in life or death and, like, pushing it to the limit, like, cause, you know, like I say, I'm delving deeper in, like, music community and mm-hmm. the business around it. And I feel like I see a lot of, like, people that, like, want to work in it and, like, whatever space that they feel is for them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been blessed in the past year sort of do a lot more traveling. And I've been able to, to meet a lot of different people that work in the industry and, like, mm-hmm. um, see different, you know, people, whether it be artists or writers or producers or, you know, people that work in ad- administrative-type positions or whatever. And it's, like, I'm seeing, like, how things really work, and I'm learning about the things that really go into having a successful career. Um, and I guess I can take it outside of music. It could be, like, anything. But, like, it's weird because the people around me sometimes I feel like haven't, seen those things in real life and mm-hmm. haven't seen what it takes to like make any headway in that game because it's like I see some crazy talented people yeah. like crazy talented but don't nobody know their name 
Like, like they, they, they're working their whatever nine to five, like they are living check to check and like just trying to make it. And like those people are like living and dying by like their art and like their music or whatever they think it is that they're doing, trying to make it. And like sometimes I'll see people like that have like half the, 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 the talent or half the quality of product and like have this arrogance or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, yo, like you, you really got to believe in yourself and have conviction, but also like have that. I don't know, I guess, like, this gumption to, like, actually put some your feet on the pavement and, like, work mm-hmm. and, like, do it, too. So it's kind of, like, coupling the two. And I feel like I feel like kids and children, like, have those things. Like, they don't – there's no, like – it's like in a car you put, like, a governor on the speed. But I feel like kids don't have a governor, like, on their, like, thoughts or their, like, creativity or their belief in themselves. You know what I'm saying? No. Nope. Not um, until people step in. Right. Until people, like, create that fake – feeling for them yeah um so it's dope but i mean even going back to the bible verse like i feel like i feel like it also speaks to like the idea of the least of these so Mm -hmm. um like it's almost like the first shall be last and last will be first as well like you you Mm. you need to like it's also like it's the idea of respect to me like those people in society and like say their children for case in point it's like Respect them. Like, listen to the kids, bro. Like, you know what I'm like <laughs> to be dead honest with you, because it's like, like growing up, even it's like sometimes it felt like the situation was like, okay, um, kids are to be seen, not heard, type of thing. Oh yeah, you Absolutely. know what I'm saying. So it's like it, it, all those kind of like themes and things like wrap into it all together, mm-hmm. and it's like also the idea of humbling yourself, to like to enter the kingdom of heaven. It's like mm-hmm. that's one thing, but also like like think of like your everyday life, like sit down, be humble, like, mm-hmm. humble yourself in many situations in order to, like, uh, attain whatever good things that are meant for you. So, mm-hmm. like, speaking of, like, it, it being able to enter the kingdom of heaven, like, being able to, like, engage in a, a great relationship that you need or to take on or be given certain resources or whatever, like, like chill out, be humble, do the work, um, treat people like people, and be, you know, be willing to accept that whatever that thing is that God has for you in that moment. So it's like, it's so many things, like, man, wow, but... That's a damn oof, Wow, I'm literally sitting down here and just like, oh, my hand on my forehead, just like, wow, <laughs> just thinking. But I, I honestly, like, this is very valid and important, because I think I'm going to take this and afterwards, like, really, like, have, in a, I don't know, there's like a new a new, I don't want to say a brand new, but like a revitalization of behaviors that I know are, know to be me and like that I know um, I should be doing and acting on and like don't give myself ceilings, like have Mm -hmm. the confidence of a mediocre white man. And you know, like, because this stuff is real, bro. This is real. You know what I'm saying? Um, And you know what, honestly, man, I'm really actually really thankful for this because I have been feeling so tired lately, bro. I just have been, I feel like I've been putting myself like a hundred miles per hour and I've been like working super hard and like not sleeping enough, which is, you know, all I always do is horrible and not eating enough. And <laughs> I just feel like I've been, and we always have these conversations about like being the well that runs dry. <laughs> My God, bro. I just feel lately I've really been feeling that. And like I've been drawing, drawing, no. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, 
No. Um, but yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, like, even over the past couple of years, I just feel like I've been going through these ups and downs of, like, continuously pouring into others, but not receiving yeah. that same replenishment. Oh, my so, God, the return on your investment, nigga. <laughs> the return not even, on not your investment that, is dog. nothing. Yeah, that's one thing, but not even, like, the return on the, like, an investment. But it's just, like, like no one's, like, pouring back into me. Like, you're giving mm-hmm. all this energy and, like, emotion to others and building them up and supporting them and whatever it is. And it was, like, sometimes you just look around, like, hmm, what about me, low-key? You know what I'm saying? Like, like no mm-hmm. one's doing the same sometimes. Yes. It's so yes. tiring, as you know. Absolutely. Um, so I think this convo is one that I definitely needed. And it, it's so, it's funny. Look at God. Look, watch him work. Will he not Amen. do it? it? <laughs> um, but I, I, I really do think that in my heart of hearts, like, this was, this was, this, this was planned. Like, this, this, having this convo was not a mistake. I think, like, I really needed it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, man, I just think I'm going to go forward and, like, feel better. Like, and maybe this – and then this isn't the last time I'm going to need this probably. Like, I'm going to feel down again. But I think, like – Oh, absolutely. Period. Yeah, I just needed this yeah. boost. Bro, it's crazy, too. Like, I made a, a tweet like, yesterday, bro, about it. Like, I was just saying I am tired. I work super hard. Um, what else did I say? Um, I need a boost but, and something else. And I was just, like – I was just feeling down, man. I was mm-hmm. feeling down. And – just felt like I was in a big room with no one listening to me and like no one caring and just pouring into people for for everything they need and not getting it back. But I really I'm thankful. I, I appreciate you and I'm glad we have this here and I, I really needed it. So I wanted to say that. Amen. Amen. Yes. Uh the next <laughs> segment is called All My Niggas in the Whole Wide, Wide World. World. Mm. Um, and the, the the segments formerly known as dating and sex. So, uh, before we used to just talk about like dating and sex and shit, well, but so now, funny. yeah, it's um, so typical <laughs> dating and sex. Ooh, yeah, yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> so now we just incorporated every type of relationship, okay, uh, in general uh, that's in our lives. So, um, do you want to do you want to start about like the different or do you want me to start? Oh, um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, the re- so the relationships in my life. Um, one thing I've been realizing with the different relationships in my life is that I um, I don't think I know how to maintain relationships uh, of mm. any kind, Ooh. like friendships, uh, family relations, anything. I don't know how to properly maintain that shit because I find that a lot of times I just, uh, I I kind of fall off with people. Yeah. And not that we fall out. It's just like I just kind of stop communicating with people. Okay. Um, because I think it's for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons is that, like, I just, I have this anxiety about yeah. talking to people and then the anxiety builds up to the point where I just don't talk to them and then like there'll be an extended period of time where I don't talk to them and then there's anxiety about trying to restart the conversations with these people so yeah. I just don't have the conversations at all yeah and I, I've noticed that a lot of these things I mean not a lot of these things but this in particular has really been a 
an issue with me maintaining any type of relationship in my life. <laughs> oh, well, I, I wouldn't say that. Like, I think you maintain some good ones. I mean, Maybe. a few. I think a few, but okay, I feel like yeah. there are I feel some, like I can name a few that are really good. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I'm going to be honest. Like, I feel like the relationship I behavior, but no, <laughs> I think the relationship that I've managed to maintain, um, it's been more of an effort on mm. the other party. Oh, and I just kind of like reciprocate it because I have this thing, and you know, thank you therapy for unearthing more. But I have this thing where I um, I am like definitely afraid I think I want to like make it very like pretty or whatever but when it comes down to like the bare bones of it it's like a fear of rejection just like outright oh, like, you just yo. want to make it a thing like it's yeah. just it's simply the fear of rejection like that's that's literally it yeah yeah um so when I when I, I think I just like that. yeah 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 oh my god it's awful um, because, like, fair rejection will really stop you from doing any and everything because it's just like, yeah. okay, well, this is just not going to pan out the way I want to. Anyway. Yeah, I'm just not do it. I'm not going to put myself yeah. in a position to find out that it's not going to pan out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the like way it shows up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think that honestly comes from, like, these childhood traumas that I'm dealing with um, where, you know, it's like this kind of, perfection shit yes um and so oh fuck i'm just going through so many emotions right now that i keep <laughs> yeah i keep losing myself because i'm going through so many different emotions but um not nah, terrible uh but oh, i forgot what the fuck i was talking about there's this there's this real like Fear of rejection and fear of failure, honestly. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's, that, that keeps us back from so many things. Like, and when we say that and the talk about that, I, th- I think to myself, man, what are all the things that were for me that I did not allow to be mine because I did not take them on and I was afraid of losing or afraid of the unknown or afraid of failing? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, in life, accomplishments and, like, just relationships, like we were talking about, like, what friendships or, like, romantic relationships or whatever the case may be did I miss out on, per se, mm-hmm. because I was afraid of the rejection or the failure, not, like, living up to whatever I thought was an expectation of that relationship or, wow, wow, yeah. becoming traumatic. There, you're going, hold on, you're going in and out, you're going yeah. in and out. Are you, Hello? You're going, yeah. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, you're, like, going in and out with your volume or whatever. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah, that was probably just the... The fear of rejection talking. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but no, uh, yeah. You're hitting on the nose, man. Yeah. And the way I found that, like, this fear of rejection shows up with, like, the friendships and different relationships that I have is that I will – I'm afraid to, like, show an interest in in someone, not even just in a romantic way, but just, like, an interest in someone as a person. Like, yeah. oh, you're a cool person. I want to get to know you. Yeah, yeah. Like as a friend or whatever. Just like, oh, yeah, I think you're cool. It would be cool to have you in my life, to, like, have you as a friend, to have you as somebody who, who can motivate me, whatever. Because, like, I'm afraid the person is like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, even any type of relationship or, like, even getting closer to, like, my family members. 
um, you know, because I, like, had moments where I'm like, oh, I would like to do that. It's more fair rejection. I'm like, uh, they probably don't want to do that. They probably don't want to get to know me more. Or they probably don't give a fuck. We just not even attempt to get to know my family members more because why put myself through that? And it's so it's, much. It is, you know. It's like something that weighs on me constantly. And I know it's from the things of my childhood. And now it's fucked up because, like, I, I think what annoys me about this most is that even though I know that my parents did the best they could and adults did the best they could with what they have, it's like it's like this annoying thing. I'm like, damn, so I got to undo all of this shit. And me realizing the fucking amount of work that this requires, and it, it's a fucked up situation because I'm like, yo, we're in a capitalistic society. And like a lot of times I don't have time to uh, focus on my emotional well-being because I'm trying to focus on being able to eat. Yeah. You know, like little, keep myself alive. Uh, yeah. Like, so like all of this time for your emotions, work, boy. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It feels like that, but I'm also like, yo. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm also like, yo, it's like if I don't, if I'm if I don't find the time to do this shit, yeah, my life can have all the money and and shit. But oh, if I'm yeah. not taking care of my emotional health, like oh, I'll be dead anyway. But if, exactly, I'm gonna be dead on the fucking inside. Yeah, and oh, uh, it's yeah. it's such it's so it's much such a debacle, yo. I never used debacle in my fucking life, but this is what it feels like right now. Yeah. Um, I, mean, like, I, I identify low-key with this because, it's like, so many of the pieces that you had laid out, I just feel like, like, bits and pieces. I was like, yeah, that's weird, oddly. Ooh, ooh, he's reading me, like, low-key. <laughs> I, I, I felt those things because, like, so whether it be, like, you know, falling out of touch or, mm-hmm. like, not keeping up or not even wanting to reach out and, like, make that relationship, that could be a thing, like, yeah. and valuable to both people. Like, I, I just... Sometimes and sometimes it's okay. It's like sometimes you just want to engage in certain things, but other times it's like, nah, man, get out there, do stuff. You know what I'm saying? And other days it's like, nah, I'm just gonna lay on my bed for the first hour of me waking up and look at the ceiling. Like, I don't want to move. Like, it's, uh, I, I, wow, Ooh. oh, it's trash. Um, it's absolute trash. It is. It's, hey, man, and this is yummy, trashy world we live in. You know, like, <laughs> um. I think that I think for me a lot of relationships I think I have some great relationships. But and on the other side, in a sense, I feel like I don't take care of a lot of them enough mm-hmm. to the degree that I guess other people would want me to. Mm-hmm. And is that like I think like, is that a, a function of me not being good enough at relationships or the world having expectations of what they all think relationships should be and like how mm-hmm. they should be handled. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Like um, and sometimes I don't know, and sometimes I just don't care. Like, like <laughs> honestly, because I, mean, yo, in life sometimes you just gotta not care. Yeah, and and look how you are—you amazed at how much more you get done and accomplished. Um, <laughs> but as far as relationships go, I just feel like I feel like I'm really winning in some categories and in some relationships. Like I'm really on the ball, quote unquote, and I'm you know fostering that communication, and I'm I'm uh, um. I don't know, and they're clicking, you know? I guess that's the way to mm-hmm. say it, and it's working. And then other times it's like, 
oh, I have this relationship over here of whatever sort it is. I just don't want to deal with it. Like, you know, like, yes. I don't care for it in this moment. Like, I don't want to talk. Yes. I don't want to think about it at all. Like, like, and in no malicious intent at all. It's just like, I just don't care. Like, oh, uh, like mm-hmm. I'm tired. I'm working. <laughs> I'm, I have, I, sometimes you don't have the energy. Like, emotional mm-hmm. energy is a real thing, dog. It is. It's so real. <laughs> Mental, emotional energy and capacity just isn't yes. always there. And it sucks sometimes. But I think, I think we gotta be mature and realize it. Like, I think self, um, being self-aware and, like, knowing yourself is, like, mm-hmm. so important because if you can, like, at least be aware of, like, how you're feeling or where you're at in a certain moment, mm-hmm. you can make better decisions. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to stretching yourself overly thin and, Absolutely. like, trying to be everywhere at once or be from there, there for everybody at once. Oh. Um, so I, real. Yeah, so it's, fucking it's, real. Wow. Um. Yeah, that's just what it is. That's that's just the truth. And I think that I think that people need to be in and of ourselves. We need to be more aware of that for ourselves. But I feel like others, the other or other people, whoever it is, need to also start upping their emotional intelligence and realizing that too, like mm-hmm. for themselves for one. But also like when they relate to other people to like like be able to see like, oh, okay, this person, this person doesn't hate me. They're just like work 40 hours a week and like they're tired yeah. or you know they have yeah. other responsibilities outside of being my friend you know what I'm saying true, like, true, true. Yeah. you know and I think that um, I think I, I've, I've been that person that didn't understand it at times um, mm-hmm. while in the same moment having to understand it for myself and like so I think I want to do a better job of like being there for people and, and also not being there for people in the sense of like when they don't just don't need me to be around or whatever, or me, like my energy in their space, I, I need to, like, be aware of that and um, yeah. give them room. And I think that's Amen. something I've been improving wow. on in the past. That's, yeah. That's a good That's a good point. Wow, yeah. I want to get better at that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. I, I think sometimes my personality can be really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's a that's a winner at a lot, in a lot of spaces that helps mm-hmm. and wins a lot. Um, but I think I think... I think I have duality, but I think I also need to improve on the duality of like also having that calm spirit and like also having that that chill. It's so weird me saying this because I do feel like I'm super chill a lot of the time, but like I, it, it, saying that I can also literally in real time see myself being that very strong person. That like, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I want to be more emotionally intelligent and knowing how to flex which muscle at the right time and being. Mm-hmm. I think that just makes me more valuable to other people. It's being able to, <laughs> no, seriously, like, like, I don't want people to have a perception of like, oh God, here goes Darren. He's so like over the top and he's always got this huge part. He's always on go and wants me to succeed and, and win. And like, oh, I hate that guy. I also want to be the person where it's like, oh man, where's Darren? I need to talk to him right now because I just need like something to chill out type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Why are you giggling so much? I'm... <laughs> I've been nothing but good to you in these few years you've been blessed to know me. So let's 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 say that. Thank you. Why are you laughing? I'm this sorry. Is this is just so funny because like I know you and like this is so true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh fuck! It's uh, no, nah, it's funny. Nah, but, no, but, nah, I funny. definitely agree with you, and like I yeah. didn't see it from that perspective um, of like being like. Yeah, sometimes niggas just ain't with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just not, gotta be not, okay not with here that. for it. 
something I'm not here for. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like people will call you and you just look at the phone and watch it ring because you're not trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> or you just don't text back for like many an hour or like yeah. like I don't know, just like it, it, you just don't have the energy to engage. And it's like you don't yeah. hate the people or you don't dislike anybody. It's like you just need time. You just need some space. Yeah, and I honestly think that a lot of it, like. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking about how to get how to get paid, player. Ain't got Which time for your feelings. Sucks. <laughs> sucks. You know, I'd be mean? like in a, in a perfect world. Oh yeah, it's like horrible. we would be able to fucking um yeah engage and enjoy all the other parts of life. Yeah, like making money and paying bills. Like none of us were put on this earth to to to, to have a job and pay bills. Nah, this is I'm sorry. like it's like in like when you think about it. Like, yeah. the system is fucking awful. It's like, it really cause it takes away. Like, think about all the people that, um like, are working so hard to the point where they can't even enjoy their home because they're always at work. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's, it's like, what the fuck? And this is crazy because I'm saying this and I'm about to go clock into work. And, like, <laughs> and I'm going to have to, like, live this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. But it's just, I guess it's kind of ironic in a sense. But it's like it's like this weird dark comedy. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! And, it, and it's like you ever feel like we're on the Truman Show, like people are just watching Maybe you, like live. every fucking day. Like, like someone's literally looking around and be like, "I know there's a camera around here somewhere." Somewhere, like everywhere I go, like it's just right. weird. Like, why is this happening to me? Uh, this yeah. can't be for nothing. Like someone's watching yeah. this and enjoying it at least. Um, Sick fuck. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but you have those feelings sometimes. So. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Amen, nigga. Amen. <sighs> All right, Nathan, so the next segment is called Personal Healing Practice. It is a segment where we talk about something that we've done or something that we have discovered um, helps us in our healing journey or, you know, that's helped us to improve our life in some way. Um, so, Darren, you can you can start, start this one. You can yes, yes. All right, so my personal healing practice slash practices. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. Okay, I, I think I got a couple, actually. And the first one's going to seem really simple and basic, but I think for whatever reason it's been helping me. And I think my first one is drinking tea. Mm. It's, yeah, like over the past like couple months to like to like half a year, I, I, I've, I've been, for whatever reason, drinking more tea. And like Hot tea or iced tea? Yeah, yeah, hot tea. Sorry, okay. like hot tea, like of all different sorts, herbal teas. Mm. And I don't yes. know what it is. But when I, I, it's, it's like something I do and I enjoy it. I mean, it tastes good, so there's that. So maybe the endorphins are, like, kicking in, like, when I drink it because that's mm-hmm. just a thing with, like, food and stuff you like. But yeah. also, I, it's something calming about it, and there's something that, like, you know, get up in the morning, have some tea, maybe come home from work or something and just have, have a little cup of tea or something. It is something that weirdly kind of brings me back to center in a way. Like, everything else mm-hmm. can stop, and I can just sit down and relax and enjoy some tea that tastes yeah. good and makes me feel better. I don't know what it is about it but mm. it, it's working and i enjoy that i enjoy tea and I, I, it, it's weird because it's a whole other world almost like because i'm going and finding different teas to try and enjoy and it's like so dope is it it's it, yeah and at first I'm like, oh this is super simple this sounds lame but no it, it, this is real this is awesome like low-key i think more people should drink more tea i think that mm-hmm. would help a lot of people's like lives yeah i mean so i put a hobby yeah, I think drinking tea is like this moment where, especially because, you know, when you drink hot tea, it's like a moment where you can't just gulp it down and like go on. Yo, this is so weird. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, and like, patience. Yeah, you have to have patience. You have to sit there and just like sip it and like, 
yeah, like, savor it. Like you actually have to, you have to take a moment it. to like yeah. enjoy it because it's, 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 you can't just gulp down hot tea, nigga. You gotta, right, you, you will die. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely see. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, right? Look at me being all philosophical Come and on, accurate. Nigga. I love Ooh. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, nah, like yeah, tea, tea is like it's like drinking tea is like a practice of sorts, and it's like it teaches you patience, and it. it like, because we're living in this life, and, like, we're in this digital era, and everything's so quick and microwave, yeah. and, like, we're going 100 miles an hour all the time, and yeah. it's like, you have to take it, you have to, when you're drinking hot tea, you have to take a moment to sit down and relax. Wow. Nigga, you know what, you should, you wow. should create, I should write you a should book. Create, yes, you're correct. Yes, Andre, I should write a book. You should, that, yes, wow. but you should create, like, an Instagram segment called Tea Time with Darren or something, and you just, Ooh. like, like, you just, like, like IGTV section. Yeah, like, you, like, you do, like, five minutes out. each day. Yeah. And, like, you just, like, drink a different type of tea each day. You just, like, have, like, a little conversation. Like, Ooh. that was tea time. I can't wait. We should definitely do this and make this a thing. Like, that would be dope. Yes, look at this. Capitalism teaching us ways to get rich <laughs> and famous. It's delicious. I love capitalism. Oh, Shut up. <laughs> we just said we hate it. Shut the fuck up. Hey, it's you. a love-hate relationship. <laughs> We all have those in real life. True. Um, yeah, so that's one of my, I, yeah, that's a great one. That's one of my healing practices. I think another one is, uh, has been building a tribe. And mm. yes, mm, yes, over the past couple of few years, I feel like I've been zeroing in on people and friends that are really like actual friends and people yeah. I can call on, people I can talk to yeah. and like no judgment. Like I, I, I'm, I'm saying this, I'm literally seeing their faces in my head. And mm. yeah, as we talk about it, it's like build your tribe. But everyone, I suggest everyone, no matter what, like, cause I think a lot of people in like quote unquote creative communities, we talk about that a lot, like tribes, blah, blah, blah. But I think like everyone in life needs to have a tribe and have people that are just, out and out, like, real friends. Like, not, yeah. not not passive, casual relationships, but, like, actual friends. Like, y'all have a group chat. Y'all yeah. have no judgment. And it's intimate. Y'all just talk about whatever, and, like, whatever's on your heart and your mind, you can just, like, put it there. There's no judgment. Like, and I can Amen. think of those people right now. And I think, like, just engaging with those people and, like, being able to be seen and heard without, like, any judgment, like, that has, like, definitely helped me to grow as a person. Oh, yes, God. Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> and one more yes. And um, uh, it, it's definitely helped, like, as far as healing goes. Like, I feel like I have people I can relate to. And I feel like I have people I can talk to and that will listen to me. And yeah. that that just goes, that just leaps and bounds for, like, someone's healing. So for me, I feel like I feel like I may not have really had that growing up a lot. Um, and, and now being, becoming more mature and as I grow, I feel like I'm finding those people. And I'm, and I'm really latching on to them. Yeah. And I think I think that my awareness is like just going up, up, up every day, and I, I know who those people are, and I, I refuse to let go of them. So, Amen. I love that. Yes, like I'm, I, I'm becoming very. Uh, I think at times I even become like super selfish about those relationships. Like, like, okay, I'll use you as one of them. Fine, ha ha. Mm. There it is, guys. There's <laughs> 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 one of them. <laughs> um, like, like. This is gonna be really shallow, but like you'll like mention you have other friends or something, and that yeah. <laughs> that will bother me. <laughs> like that's horrible. Oh, but um, yeah, but it's like it's like no, this is my tribe. Like these are my other humans to take care of and like pour into and talk to and 
You know what I'm saying? It's, it's weird, but it's like, I think, I think everyone needs that in a sense. Like, and I say that jokingly, obviously, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, nah, but seriously. Um, <laughs> but, huh, but no, but no I, th- I think everyone in life just needs like a tribe and a group of people around them. Because, you know, they say it takes a village. And like, I think that's so true in different aspects of life. Um, so with friendships, I, I think people need to invest time into like really like finding people that are for you, like finding friendships that will like stretch you and like teach you and like take you out of your like comfort zones and out of your box so that you can learn and then unlearn things that you were taught in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's just, it's this lifelong process. Like we need, you need to find people that you can do life with. Absolutely. Um, that's what it is. You need to honestly find people you can do life with and like find those right people that will augment your life properly. And like, that will like, you know, like I said, like push and pull appropriately to like make you, um, just help you become better. Cause at the end of the day, that's, that's all I want to do is like, I want to be better than I was the day before. And like, yeah. no matter how big or small that step is every day, I want that development and improvement. And I think I'm finding, and I have some of those people around me that are helping me to do that and become the person and man I'm supposed to be. Um, so I'm thankful, man. I'm just thankful. Like God's putting those people in my life, um, to make that whatever picture, final picture he has come true. So amen. That, that is, that is, those are some of healing practices of mine. Amen. Amen. Um, yes, catch me up. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay. So, uh, my personal healing practice, it may seem very, uh, shallow, whatever the fuck, but my personal healing practice this week has been, um, not moving out of the way when white, when I see white people in the street. So, mm-hmm. um, there Yo, was this yeah. black woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> there was this black woman, um, who was talking about like just standing your ground um when you see white people in the street uh uh who don't want to move out of your way mm-hmm. um it was, it was in a piece called do not move off the sidewalk challenge holding your okay. face in the white world mm-hmm. uh, her name is hannah drake and she urged black people um and you know people call not to move out of the way when white people are coming at you right um, like a lot the thing about it is that, like, I've done it before, and I, 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 it's something that I, like, made sure that I did so that white people are like, yo, I actually have to acknowledge this nigga. Yeah, that's but, what like, it is. Yeah. yeah. But, like, talk. this past week or two, like, I've, I've, like, made it an effort, like, each time. Because, like, a lot of the times when I'm, like, walk, walking to grocery stores or, like, I'm in the line in the grocery store, like, a white person would just be and they'll they'll be looking down or they'll be looking straight at me and they just won't move. So, like, a lot of times mm-hmm. what you'll see me do is I'll just stop mid-track and make them go around. Because for some reason, these white people in Virginia really think that you're supposed to get the fuck out of their way or that right. they don't have to pay attention to anybody. Or a lot of times, like, when I'm standing in line, like, it's been, even been over the past two weeks, um, like, a white person won't even notice me in the line. They'll get in front of me. And I'm right. like, what the fuck right. is going on? So, like, I'll let them get in front of me. But when it's time for the next person, I'll just go right in front of them and be like, oh, well, yeah, I was right there the whole time. And it's just been, like, it's been blissful to the point where I, because, like, thinking about me growing up and me as, like, a teenager or even, like, a young adult, a lot of the times, uh, especially when I was living in New York, I would do these things where 
I would make sure that I would make myself seem non-threatening to white people in certain situations because I always felt like I was inherently threatening. So, like, for instance, um, mm-hmm. when I would go, when I would be on the subway platform, like, late at night, and there would be, like, just me and a white person, I would make sure I stand far away from her so that she wouldn't feel threatened. Or, like, there would be times where I was, like, walking home, like, when I was living in Brooklyn, like, at nighttime, and a white person would be coming at me, and I would cross the street so that they wouldn't feel threatened. Or, like, I would make sure even, like, like there was one time in the winter I was walking home. It wasn't late, late night, but, like, the summer setting. And um, I was probably 20, 21. And I was in Brooklyn, and, like, there was these white people walking toward me, and I, like, made sure that my hands were outside of my jacket because I didn't want them to think that I had something. You know what That's I mean? crazy, yeah. So it's, like, all these little things that I realized, yo, I always did to make sure the white people seem like they were comfortable. Yeah, comfortable. like, the, the right. other is, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's weird, like. Yeah. It's like, and, it's like you develop the psychosis to, like, take yeah. care of something that's not there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> and I think the wild thing is that it made me feel like I was dangerous, like, right. just in myself. Because I'm like, even though I knew I wasn't, like, right. these actions that I, was, that I made sure that I uh, did every day spoke against it. Right. So um, this week has been very helpful in me just being like, yo, fuck all that. Because, um... Like, it was just, it felt good to not feel like I was uh, making myself smaller or making myself do something that I otherwise wouldn't do if white people weren't there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's been very helpful. And I it actually made me feel good. Like, it just made me feel good. Like, I, like why am I, I don't have to hide myself. Like, that's honestly what it felt like. I don't have to hide myself. Yeah. Or, you know. I don't necessarily like, yeah. seen by these white people because, like, oh no, no, I did feel seen because, like, although it took it took like a, a good amount of effort for me to be like, hey, I'm here, right, you know, for these white people to see me. But right. I finally felt like, okay, they noticed that I was here and they adjusted accordingly. So, right, yeah. yeah, like you have to like acknowledge me and behave in a way that clearly shows I'm existing and exactly a person breathing the yeah. air and like, yeah. God, yeah, it's it is it's like simple notion of treating people like people that <laughs> people just don't understand sometimes. I'm just like, yeah. it's, it's, it's really sad that like you, you were pushed to that point of like having to feel like you had to adjust in a way to like appease or not like, I, I you know what I'm saying? Like to like, just like, um, to accommodate like this yeah. other being that, Irrationally. Like, you know, just their like, irrational fear of me. You know yeah, what I mean? like, <laughs> or, or thought of you, like, yeah. I don't know, or dislike, or whatever the, the prejudice was, or something. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah, ugh, stupid, and, well, no more, I say. No um, more. No. Yeah, like, it's just, it's just, I'm here, I'm alive, I'm breathing, I'm yeah. here on God's green earth, you're gonna have to live with me, like, yeah, uh, yeah. like, and, 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 wow, I think I'm someone pretty cool to live with on this planet. So, lucky for you. Um, yeah, so real talk, B. Like, that's real. That's real. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right, folks. So, uh, this segment is called Obligatory Nonsense. And um, it's basically talking about the, the wild shit that we've seen over the past, you know, however long we've been gone. Mm-hmm. 
that has been going on. We're like, yo, really? Like for real? Like that yeah. is this what the fuck's going on? And to be honest, it's it's meant to be just like a general thing of just just ridiculous shit. But a lot of the times, it ends up being white nonsense. Like it just mm. it just, it just ends up being because like the most ridiculous shit happens, and white people are present. It just happens mm. to me. I'm sorry. I don't I don't know what to say, but hey. Mm. Okay. But uh, <laughs> there, you can go ahead and start. Tell me yeah. the the bullshit. You I uh, I don't know if you've been how how heavy on social media you've been lately. Um, eh. But, yeah, kind of in and out. All right. Um, but have you, like, been noticing this trend of of white people calling the police oh, for oh, no wow. reason? Absolutely. For, and, I, and I'm sure this happened, has happened before and all the time and all that, but it's just becoming more, like, medialized, I guess, in yeah. a sense. Like, it's just, it's just being put on front street. Like, like, they had the situation that there's, like, a billion different ones. Where like, there's the one where the guy at the pool calls the cops on the other people, the, the black family at the pool, mm-hmm. like, like, trying to, like, when they live there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, what is, like, is, I, I, I don't feel like I need to say any more. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, like, if I, if I was, like, at a, a pool, like, in a community, and, like, I don't give a damn if the people live there or not. Like, as long as yeah. they're not harming themselves or others, yeah, get it. Enjoy this water. Like, yeah. come on, it's good. Like, yeah, have yeah. some fun. Like, what is that? Like, what? Yeah. What life are you living where you're upset? Like, other, like other people of any creed or race or whatever, like miserable in the pool with you. Miserable, it's disgusting. Yes, absolutely miserable. So that that there's this. It, 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 it's funny but not funny at the same time, but it's funny because they're, like, giving these hashtags to name the people, like, yeah. there's the other lady, it was, it was in Cali and Oakland or whatever, and like, yeah, but she called the cops on, on like, this, this, was a bunch of people, and, like, you know, they was out, like, enjoying, I don't know, it was, like, a cookout or something, and just, like, yeah. having a good time, like, people are supposed to do that have sense, you know, yeah. just go out and enjoy community and all that, and, like, she's, like, calling the cops on that, and then there was yeah. the one, and that every other week they're calling the cops on some kids, like that, it was like selling water or something or lemonade. Yo, and it's always so, like black. So kids. yeah, so the white woman what? who called the police on the eight year old girl because she didn't have a, a permit for selling water oh, or lemonade. My word, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's um, yeah, yeah. So she like tried to duck behind like some some type of like uh, like. Nah, you know, I remember like, now. Call you, like the fuck is wrong with you? I'm internally you know acting. Yeah. yeah, you know what the <laughs> wild thing about this was. Like, after she got, like, after she um got exposed, she yeah. did an interview, and she was like, and she cried. oh, well, you know, of course, those white tears came flowing. <laughs> but, like, she cried, and she was like, oh, you know, I didn't even call the police for real. I was just acting like I was. And I was like, okay, yeah, then. So, that's so, yeah. so, not, that's even worse. I, that's like, that, that has to be worse than even thinking about, like, bitch, you... You you didn't really call the police. What you did was you realized that black people lately have been afraid of the police, and you were just trying to make this little girl afraid. That's really what right. you were trying to do. So that makes so that what that lets me know is that white people are are acutely aware of their mm-hmm. power and their privilege. Yeah, and they use true. it all the time. Like you but they act it. like yeah. they they weaponize it, but they act like they're unaware. 
It's oblivious. They act yeah. like they are so oblivious to what Come the fuck on, is going man. on. It's and it's like, girl, you ain't fooling no fucking body. But I think it's the bad. most ridiculous one that I've come across is the most recent one where this white man called the police on this black man because he fouled him in basketball. I just saw that one the other day. I, oh. I, I literally did. Let me tell you, when I tell you I had to go to three or four different uh, websites just to verify it was true, I could not believe that that was true. I was like, no, there's There's always something new, man. Right. But then I saw the video, and this nigga really called the cops because he felt like the guy fouled him too hard. And the cop was (laughs) like, really? Even the cop was like, yo, you, you dead ass? Like, you... Like yeah, the guy was like, "Have you guys ever been called for a basketball foul?" Right. Man, like, 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 like low key, I, I think I think the cops need to like start, start um, finding these people. these people, getting these people yeah. together. They they yeah. be putting them in line because like, if I'm a cop and yeah. you call me for that foolishness, I'm arresting you. Absolutely, like are you, you are getting arrested. Yeah, <laughs> like I am arresting you for wasting my time and making but me what, yeah. to yeah. do this. Yeah, like come on, stop it. It's so that, annoying. That's crazy. And then this uh, white woman called this. Uh, call the cops on this black man who was listening to a yoga CD in his uh, car in California. But one thing that annoyed me about that in particular was that the cops said, oh, she did the right thing. So the cops were kind of saying, oh, well, yeah, he didn't do nothing. But keep calling keep calling us on niggas. Like, like, because eventually we'll catch him doing something. Yeah, like, it's, so like, it's like, a crazy system. Because, like, yeah. and I'm not a police officer, so I don't know what that job is like. But I would like to think that if I was a police officer, I wouldn't want people calling me for nonsense. That's like I feel like there's that. actual stuff I should be attending to to like help people in the community or like yeah. stop like actual bad crimes going on. You calling me yeah. about some foolishness? I gotta drive over to wherever it is, which is keeping me away from something else that's potentially going. I would be like, right. look, how much you got on my gas? Because you really fuck with me right now. Right, like, you need to like just throw me a stipend or something. Cause, like, like ten dollars on this gas because I'm right. all the way over here. Or you're, or you're getting locked up. Yeah, like, right. either, right. like, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, come on, man. I just feel like, I feel like it's some common sense stuff, and it, it there's just like, I think, I think you just need to have like a real sit down and like, nigga, I'm tired. I ain't having no motherfucking sit downs because no, it's it like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Me realizing that that white woman knew exactly what I, she was right, doing right, made right, me realize right, that right. this is not a. a, a a case of white people like, oh, well, I had no idea. It's just, okay, I know exactly what the fuck yeah. I'm doing, and I'm going to do it. And it's like, bitch, at this point, all we got to say to you is stop doing what the fuck you're doing because it's wrong. Bro, imagine this. Imagine walking down the street, seeing kids selling water or lemonade, and thinking, man, I need to get them up out of here. Uh, who like, what? thinks that? Has that thought? I need to get this child out of like what? Yeah, how, you, I, I can't even fathom that. She was like trying to sell money, uh, sell this shit so that she could get some tickets to Disney World. Nigga. I can't fathom just that thought, like that living like, in that misery. body. Yeah, like misery. like and feeling that misery and thinking like I need to call the police to do what? <laughs> like, Miserable carry this child to jail or something right like what is it what's the resolution here like what do we like i just don't understand it i never will i don't want to um and it's disgusting it's really disgusting like white people need to stop doing evil things yeah like did you like like there was this white woman who um just got probation for hanging the toddler running over two people like 
I saw that headline, yeah. I, mm. I, that's all I want to say about that, honestly, because at this point, it's just like, Another it's like they're laughing good. in our faces at this point. Like, it's like they're laughing in our faces. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, she only got probation for that's trying crazy. to kill three people. It's like, ah, ha, 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 yeah, we'll keep doing it. That's it's crazy. like, bitch, at this point, y'all just trying to, like, y'all trying to, y'all, y'all trying to make us crazy. Right. Like, y'all trying to make us fucking Proving crazy. show, bro, I'm telling you. It has to be. Someone is videotaping all this. Oh, God. Like I just... Comical prank. Um, yeah. Just all this whiteness, all this white shit, all these white people acting like they're crazy brainy. when they know, when they know better. That's the thing. Y'all know better. That's why I see Y'all me. know better. Do better. Mm. I have nothing else to say. You do? Do you? That, I don't know. This one's just really sitting on my head now. I'm thinking about it. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the problem. When you try to make sense of something that doesn't make sense, you, you're that's going to cycle. And you'll get frustrated. frustrated. You're absolutely Imagine right. calling the cops on a child. A eight-year-old. Like, a child. I, that, yeah. that, that was just really sitting on my head. I just can't understand. Yeah. It, but yeah. that's that's that for me. That 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 has been calling the police. For no reason, that has been for no. <laughs> that has been on my mind lately. So that's that's what that is. That has been a book of turn off, hasn't it? All right, niggas, we've uh, made it to the end. Uh, I want to thank my nigga Darren for stepping hey. in uh, hey. when I needed him. My God, hey. thank you so much. You're welcome, and thank you, you really for having me. I'm one absolutely. Of them. <laughs> um. So yeah, the closing remarks of benediction is the last bit of the show what we do is we just like take a moment to affirm each other and uh yeah just close out with a little prayer so uh i just want to take a moment to say um darren once again you're a real one and um i want to like just bring up the the part one of the most poignant parts that you brought up is like the the thing about growing up in like a caribbean household and how this kind of like this perfection shit is like drilled into your head at a young age to the point where like you're afraid to fail or even do anything yeah. and like that really resonated with me because I'm like yo every decision that I make and that's one thing I've been talking to my therapist about every decision that I make or that I've been making has felt like life or death like even to the point where I'm trying to figure out what I have to eat at night like wow. <laughs> oh my god it's like nigga just pick Shit. Go eat, yeah. Right. Go but like, it'll, <laughs> right. But it'll feel like it's the last decision I make and it's like even if, if I, I yeah. Right. Like even if I fail or if I get something I don't like, my God, I am a fucking failure. Or like how could and, I um, mess this up? Right. How could I mess up getting something that I didn't want to eat? But yeah, right. so uh that was really poignant to me and it's definitely something that I will think about further because, like, my God, it's it's, it's such a bullshit thing. Yeah. Um, like, it makes sense, like, when you think about, like, your childhood and shit, but, like, it, it's not logical. And, oh, anyway, thank you for that. that. Thank oh, you for that. Of course. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, well, I'm thankful to be here because, again, I think I, I really, um, I'm going to harp on, I, we talked about, Oh, well, so many things, obviously, but, um, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, we talked, we had a moment where we talked about, uh, I was just feeling drained and I was just in a sense out of it. And I go through these periods of ups and downs and I, it just, just being here today and like just talking 
I think really helped me and yeah. really it, it's gonna like my days change now because I could this could have not happened and mm-hmm. I would have gone to work and just you know went through it and but it's it's like it's weird because it's like okay there's a, like a parallel universe out there somewhere where we didn't have this podcast this morning mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. who knows what my day would have been like. But now I feel like I'm going to go forward and it's just going to be that, all the better for it. And, and so I just oh think thanks, man. Yeah, like, thanks for having me. Um, um, I do appreciate it because you could have picked anybody in the world to be on your podcast. <laughs> but you picked me. <laughs> so that makes me feel like, like it, it, I'm being funny, but at the same time, I, I can sit down and like think about it, like, oh, like, no, like, there's, there's billions of people out there. You could have been like, hey, you want to do a podcast? But like, for whatever reason, um, well, and then I'm going to find out that you went to, like, 20 people and they all said no. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Let's make it sound nice again. Um, you could have picked, like, a million people to, like, reach out to and say, hey, let's, let's, you know, we want to be on a podcast. And you picked me. So that, that means something to me. I feel um, affirmed in a sense. And I feel like, oh, like, okay, huh, okay. Like, I'm okay. Like, uh, it's a, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a good whatever it is that spurred you to say, I'm the guy for this right now. So thank yeah. you for that. That really... Um, that means something to me. I'll say that. Um, and and there's one thing I want to leave with you with is like I just want you to do more stuff, bro. Like mm. I feel like and we have these combos sometimes. And I I just in not even just you. Like I, I can relate this to a bunch of people I'm talking to and work with. Like, but since I'm here with you, like just bro, you're super intelligent, smart, mm. um, creative. You're probably one of those most creative people I've ever met in my life, and uh, it's so crazy. You. Yeah, like, and I just want you to like do stuff and like it ties back into our conversation about you know our you know how we're brought up and like having this like anxiety of like failure and like mm-hmm. not being perfect or not executing the right way and I'm just like to hell with all that like you gotta throw it away man and like just yeah I want you to just do stuff and like fail it's okay to fail but when you fail Ooh, fail fast God. fail fast and fail often like and then always <laughs> fall forward yeah fail forward you know what I'm saying so like for me, and that's one thing I'm going to, I'm not even just going to preach it. I want to, like, also do it. Um, I yeah. want to just do more things and, like, be more open and try more. Just try. Like, um, that's just it, man. Just do more. Because I think we do a lot of thinking and planning, but I think we need to do the executing and, like, just trying and doing. Yeah. So please, yeah. man, if not for yourself, do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> do more stuff. And I'm going to be annoyingly reminding of those things to you in the future going forward because I feel like I owe it to us to, you know, make sure I'm following up and holding each other accountable for those things. So let's do more. I agree, and thank you because I need shit like that. That's something that I need, so I definitely appreciate you. Ah, Amen. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, as we do every week, close out with a prayer. Amen. Mm. Amen. Okay. Thank you. All right. So uh, let's start off. Uh, God, universe, ancestors, all that are gathered here with us, um, I thank you for this moment to share with my very good friend, Darren, um, to talk about our issues, to talk about our triumphs, our our failures, our, our highs and our lows, and to lay it all out and to, you know, realize that we're not alone. Uh, I thank you for the connection that we made on the different things that we were experiencing or have experienced that I probably wouldn't have known about otherwise. Um, I know that this um, meeting and that this conversation was divinely uh, was divine and it was ordained because nigga what <laughs> like 
all of these things that we talked about was just right on time, and I needed this conversation deeply. Um, I'm thankful for the ability um, to, uh, or, like, the, the, the guidance to reach out to Darren and ask him uh, to be on this episode. I, I'm thankful for um, the ability to be honest with uh, what I'm feeling and to not only be honest but be um, willing to uh, receive uh, different thoughts and even correction on different things. Uh, I, I, I'm thankful for the ability to uh, speak openly without the fear that I'm um, being looked at funny. Um, I thank you for a friend that I can, that I can talk in that manner with. Um, I'm thankful for uh, just all things at this moment because I feel a, a bit more refreshed that I can actually go on um, because, my God, you really do need these refreshers every now and then. Uh, or as the old church mothers would call them, the, the revivals. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, yeah, I'm just thankful for this day. I'm thankful for this time. I'm thankful for the ability to just put it aside and realize that it was needed and focus on nothing else but this. Um, yeah, so thank you. Uh, thank you, God. Thank, thank you, Darren. And uh, all my niggas' names I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much, my nigga. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you.